Introduction Upon suffering beyond suffering, the red nation shall rise again, and it shall be a blessing for a sick world, a world filled with broken promises, selfishness, and separations, a world longing for light again. I see a time of seven generations when all the colors of mankind will gather under the sacred tree of life, and the whole earth will become one circle again. In that day, there will be those among the Lakota who will carry knowledge and understanding of unity among all living things, and the young white ones will come to those of my people and ask for this wisdom. I salute the light within your eyes where the whole universe dwells. For when you are at that center within you, and I am that place within me, we shall be as one. Chief Crazy Horse, September 1st, 1877. We are close to being seven generations, 140 years, after Crazy Horse spoke this prophecy at Paha Sapa with Sitting Bull four days before he was assassinated. Seven generations. Orrin Lyons, chief of the Onondaga Nation, writes, We are looking ahead, as is one of the first mandates given us as chiefs, to make sure and to make every decision that we make relate to the welfare and well-being of the seventh generation to come. What about the seventh generation? Where are you taking them? What will they have? We are at a time right now where we can change the trajectory of humanity. We are on the brink of disaster where we may go extinct before the seventh generation to come. This is a time for our tribe to come together as one to face the truth and ask ourselves, how will we sustain this planet for our children? Women, it is up to us. The divine feminine is rising and calling our names. It is our time to take care of the Great Mother, our Earth, to respect, honor, and nurture her. And the best way to do that is to take care of ourselves. This is an inside job, coming home to ourselves, the feminine, respecting, honoring, and nurturing ourselves. This is the new generation feminine leader. She trusts, despite being burned, hurt, and shamed. She takes a stand for her freedom by no longer suffering in silence. She receives graciously and allows the process to unfold. She understands the power of being present in the moment, listening to her internal guidance. She knows that her beauty and strength lies in her vulnerability, asking for help and accepting contribution from others. A new generation feminine leader has no apologies for displaying her raw emotions, no fear of being seen, and no shame in expressing her voice. I am a new generation feminine leader. I draw my line in the sand and declare that the ancestral feminine wounding stops with me. No more, be like a boy. No more, don't be sexual. No more, your opinion doesn't count. No more, stay silent. No more, work hard like a man. No more, be a good girl. No more, your parents know what's best for you. No more, please others. No more, be ashamed of yourself. Stop rubbing stones on her emerging breasts to keep them flat. Stop the genital mutilation. Stop the rape. Stop pouring acid on her face. Stop suppressing, violating, and abusing the feminine. The madness stops with me. The women in the next generation will no longer have this pain and suffering that I have carried from my mother, who carried it from her mother, who carried it from her mother, seven generations deep. For when I am empowered in my voice, in my skin, and in my purpose, I empower other women to speak up, feel unconditionally, and dream big. For when I give myself permission to be myself, I give permission to other women to express their truth. I am part of a new generation. 
I make my own choices. I lead my own life in truth. And so do you. Can you feel it? Will you own it? You are a new generation feminine leader. And I'm about to show you how to personify, express, and engage as a new generation feminine leader through core principles surrounding tribe, as well as embodied practices such as inquiry journaling and affirming rituals.